0: Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and we're going to talk about an interesting poll from Pew Research Center. And it says that most Americans who are single and looking say dating has been harder during the pandemic. Obviously, I have clients that are all over the world, so I'm used to hearing from people where they were locked down the strictest. And if all the restaurants and the bars are closed, especially when you look at Australia and New Zealand, then, or I mean, you're like, you can't leave your area. I mean, you're locked down in your geographic area, and so for a lot of people, there's there's nowhere to go and do anything. And I remember seeing people in the UK just going to the beach and sitting on a bench there, on on the ocean. They get the cops showing up, writing them tickets for being outdoors or being outdoors, not having a mask on, or whatever, and chasing people away. So they're, they're they resort to kind of being like james bond and sneaking off and you know but they depending on where they are and how strict things were they're they're driving around they get caught they get arrested they get put in quarantine centers and so it's understandable because i you know i have these clients all over the world that for a lot of places especially during the early lockdowns it's like they couldn't go out they couldn't do anything and there was like nothing happening
1: You know, when you find the one that you love, you know, you take in so much communication from their facial expressions, from their body language. And for a couple years, everyone was covering up most of their face. All you saw was their eyes. You're getting, you know, a quarter of the information visually. I remember just going to places like to get groceries. And um, I like to make people smile and laugh. And, you, you know, you get up to for your items and stuff and you don't know if it's working you can't tell you can barely see their eyes you don't know if they're happy or angry or laughing or sad or you know i i think we really missed out with the lockdown and the and the face diapers
2: i don't think that should be that effective though because in the muslim community the women always wear the um, what are they called uh, uh forgot the name the burqa. is it where you can, you only see their eyes, and you can't see their face until like marriage or something. Uh,
0: like that. that's the um, I yes. think it's burka, right? yeah. yeah. So it's not really it's, it's not really
1: that they're not yes. necessarily looking for the uh, person of their dreams. It's an arranged. This here, this is the person you will be with.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: So according to the poll, it says daters were already ha- unhappy with their dating lives before the pandemic. This is interesting. In 2019. Two-thirds said their dating lives were not going well. And three-quarters said it was difficult for them to find people to date. That's a lot of people. It's like 75%. 63% said it was getting worse during the pandemic, getting harder to find somebody. I mean that makes sense because you're you literally especially some of those countries where you're not allowed to travel. Here in Florida, we had masks on for a long time, and even even now, you still see people walking around with masks, driving around in their car by themselves with a mask on. It's like a hundred degrees.
1: I'm married. I don't know. I can't relate, but I would imagine that you know just the mere fact that uh, nowadays. Being affiliated with the right political party is a requirement. So that eliminates half the population right there. It would be hard to find. It's- you see that a lot in the dating apps. You'll have women, if you
0: if you voted for that guy, swipe left. If you voted for the orange man, swipe left. If you're mega, swipe left. And you see a lot of that right in there. And it's like, hey, you just zip past them. Because it's become important. I've you know done a bunch of emails over the last few years of guys that are out on dates, dated, hooked up with women that lean left, and yet the women did want to continue seeing them, but they still liked them. But I just can't date you because of my politics. And there's other women that don't really care, and the guy doesn't give a shit either. I did one. Um, uh, I was like a year or two ago. It was man-hating, my man-hating feminist girlfriend, or something like that. And this woman he met, he was a, a former, he's a now retired cop, but his wife, when he met her, she was, you know, the victim of a crime that he was helping her solve, and then after it was solved and all the legal proceedings were were done, that he asked her out, and she had, like, green hair and was, like, a feminist, And but he had gotten to know her during the course of the investigation, I guess later the trial or whatever, and... So they started dating, and he was a big fan of my work, had read my book, and just acted like a man. And it, over time, melted it away. She grew her hair out. She got rid of all the, the you know, the, the green dye that it, that it was, and she looked like a normal woman again. And she was thanking me for the fact that um, that I'd written this book because it influenced her guy and she felt safe with him because he was a man. He he was a leader and she felt safe to trust his masculinity and his leadership, but she became more submissive, more feminine, more girly and therefore more attractive. And just did these things naturally because he made her feel beautiful on the inside now. It's a really cool story. And this is interesting, a majority of single Americans overall are off the dating market. 56% say they're not currently looking relationship or casual dates so 56% just said I'm not looking I'm not interested not even trying they're refusing to participate and so we got we got birth rates drop and one of the things Elon Musk talks about all the time is that we need to have more babies but the elites the World Economic Forum Bill Gates people like that say we need to have less people we need to have fewer human beings but if we're going to go out and colonize Mars, terraform Mars, go out into the have a base on the Moon, we need humans to do that. And the trend lines are the human population is shrinking.
1: You know, I think just the way the world is going, it's going to be harder for people to have um, kids, large families. They're um, expensive. With the, the with the economy the way it is, and you know, real estate running out in a sense. Um, I, there will probably be a little self-regulating happening to control the population naturally, but if a large portion of the population died off, we'd probably go into a expanding phase again. And it happens, you know, the baby boomers are getting old. And uh, you yeah, know, Japan's
0: got a big problem because they've got an aging population, and not a lot of younger people are getting together, having families, and having kids. So. The argument is you're going to need all these healthcare people to take care of the older people that are dying, and the numbers aren't there. But then again, you look at Elon Musk and the Optimus robot. Maybe that could solve that problem. Okay. So, Jocelyn, at lunch today, you were talking about that you didn't want to bring kids into the world because of the state of the world. I was, the world's an evil place. It's a it's a mean place.
2: I mean, yeah, but I also don't want to factor out um, the fact that maybe in the future I might change my mind. But me at this age, like, the world is pretty scary, pretty cruel. I'm not trying to be a pessimist here, but I can't really see myself as a mom for a lot of reasons, and that's being one of them. But um, I'm cool with just being an aunt and a godmother, honestly. I'm cool with that for now. Who knows? Again, it might change. But right now, I don't see it.
0: Why is that? Why do you feel that way?
2: Well, like I said, the world is pretty cruel, pretty scary sometimes. So imagine the only innocent thing that's in this world is, like, dogs and cats and children. You know, just the idea of seeing a kid as they get older get tainted by the world. I don't know. It gives me a bad feeling my stomach.
0: Well, without that process, there'll be no more humans.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd rather, I, I don't I mean, I have think much we, to say about that. We lived that. long enough, you know? Yeah, I don't really have much to say about that. I don't know.
0: Moralization.
2: Caroline? What's the question? Are
0: you? Uh, what do you think about motherhood? Is that still no. out of the question for you?
2: Out of the question.
0: You still are like I don't want to be a mom. Yeah, I, can't stand I don't
2: kids. care for kids. I don't have that love for them. I just keep them from a distance. I will say, I definitely love kids. though. that I do. I will say so.
3: I'd be a great mother. Um, <laughs> 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 you no, know, I think I'm I'd definitely like kids. Hey, men can I have
0: babies I just, too. With, uh, yeah, biologically. Reliably, yeah.
3: reliably been told this. Yeah, I definitely have kids. I find it, and I mean, yes, the world is that way, but, I mean, when has the world not been this just whirlwind of chaos? Chaos. I think now it's actually one of the best times for having children. We have so many programs, so many things in place. All the hospitals, most of the mothers don't die when they're giving birth. That used to happen all the time. That's why we needed midwives and all that stuff. We've lived in a time where, and especially look how... Educations provided to children all this stuff most of the time most kids couldn't read most people couldn't read um it's amazing the people graduating
0: from high school
3: i mean I, I, I think it's really How is that sad, possible? yeah
0: other than the, the teachers are just rubber stamping them and sending them through and we're spending more money per child than any other country in the world we spend more now than we ever have and yet we're less educated
1: you Less know, competent. It, it's funny because as we're sitting in this, uh, you know, nice air-conditioned environment with, you know, we have lights and electricity and, you know, cool beverages. beverages and, you know, there's a water supply and, and plumbing and, you know, everything is right here. There's this big screen TV. We have technology we have the ability to communicate with our families across the world in the matter of seconds with, you know, FaceTime. We have so much right now. Um, it's a very good time to live. Of all the times in history, I mean, just a couple hundred years ago, you know, transportation was, you know, sandals or horseback, or you know, it was rough. Yeah. There was no air conditioning. Uh, we live in Florida. we we have all this in Florida. You couldn't live it's in a Florida. Swamp. It was not even possible, yeah, because the the heat and the humidity Skeeter, would the just bugs, yeah. ruin your your buildings. You know the, the climate control um, keeps this place from being a you know toxic mold mildew you know haven. There's no better time of all the times in history. Now is probably the best time uh, we could be living. Now, are there concerns about the future? Absolutely. Of course. Uh, But, you know, with good people doing good things and making good decisions and, you know, doing what we can to contribute to a better society and a better future, uh, I think there's no better time.
3: Especially, yeah, you get to raise the children into the world. You can mold them into a better belief system. Hey, the world might be toxic around you, but. I can you can see through the toxicity. You're kind of conceding to all the toxicity if you just completely rule yourself out, you're kind of just waving the white flag to it. Like you're just you're you're letting it win essentially. You're and then if you hold that belief, that's the reality you're going to see and believe and experience. But if you try and you can change it to where it's more positive. And you can show your kids a better life. They, you know, you can see all the toxicity despite all this so-called toxicity in the world. Look how good your life is for your child. You can provide, you, so say this whole world's toxic and bad, you can provide a good world for your child. And then hopefully when they grow up, they'll return the favor to the world and to the people around them. I think that's the ideal goal of it.
2: If you can afford them. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford gas right now, you can't afford a child. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think that's a huge problem. You
0: can <laughs> easily just... there been a little bit of inflation in the gas price lately for some reason. Is that the Putin gas hike, right? Yeah, Putin price hike, they call it. 70% because of Putin. And <laughs> nothing to do with doubling the money supply in a couple of years.